0: All right, welcome. This is uh, kind of an old, kind of a going back to the old school of last year when I first, when we first started the uh, lockdown. And then over the summer, we had the idea for the Franklin Community High School uh, Inside Athletics podcast, revisiting some of our old superstars. Um, or former superstars, I guess would be a nicer way of saying that. Uh, With us today, we have 1980 graduate of Franklin Community High School. We have the 1979 and 1980 Indiana State Diving Champion. Um, She had the highest score ever up until that point of 467.55 in diving. She was the first person to finish the state diving championship with a cannonball. She had a triple backflip followed by a double somersault into a back dive for her third dive, which is a degree of difficulty of (laughs) 87.32 on the scale. And she started her dives in 1979 by doing a half gainer, off the high dive, even though it was a lower dive truck. We have with us today, D. Boyce uh, f- graduated as D. Boyce, D. Woods. Now, so D. Was I w- did my um, investigation? Was that accurate?
1: Perfect, absolutely. Yeah, you forgot I was in a bikini too.
0: Yes, well, I didn't want to embarrass you for that. You so I yeah. don't know you know if the, you know just if how like how introverted you were or or how shy or anything like that. So, yeah. yeah no. I, um, so I guess first of all, before we start kind of talking about um your high school days and and diving there, why don't you just tell everyone what you're up to now?
1: Now I am a yoga uh, therapist, which means that, Um, I've had over 1,200 hours of yoga training, and I work with people emotionally, mentally, or physically that might be out of balance. So most of my work goes into the senior center. I do chair yoga there. And then when it's not COVID, I am in the juvenile detention center three or four days a week working with those kiddos. And then Lori Myers and I made a program for the probation department, um, using yoga and low ropes course to challenge them and teach them how to calm down when they're triggered. So, um, I do a lot of work with, uh, the teens in the community.
0: Now with, with yoga, was that something that you had been into? Like how, how did you get involved in that? And it seems to be, Um, something that would go along well with diving, just because it is a lot of calming. You have to be calm. Um, Exactly. You have to be inner inner peaceful. So how did you get involved in in yoga?
1: I I had done dance when I was little and gymnastics and things like that. But now when I reflect, um, my diving, why I was so successful is exactly right. I was actually doing yoga. I was um, controlling my breath. I was meditating. I was visualizing at night, and so um, finding that calm, still place was—I was really do- doing yoga. And you're exactly right. That's why I was successful. And then I—I um, I didn't find my way to yoga till about 94. Um, I was teaching at Needham Elementary, and Sheila Parr was an art teacher, and she put out a, 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 a email across the, um, for all staff, if anybody was interested in doing yoga, there was a gal coming from Greenfield and I never stopped after that. And so actually that teacher, Jerry Lee Lucas is who trained me. And then, um, I went further than into yoga therapy and, um, that's, that's where I am now.
0: Yeah. Now, when answer
1: your question,
0: (laughs) yes, 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 absolutely. I mean, it could, it's, it's, it's interesting that how many of the aspects of it are so similar, just what it kind of, the, the calming and the breathing. Now I've done a couple, so I've done yoga. Um, now there was one, so a lot of people think of yoga as just the stretching and the posing and being calm and things like that. And that is part of it. I mean, there, that, that can be a little bit of it, but I don't know if you've ever done this or not or seen this but do you know you know P90X? It, you
1: I of know of it? it, yes.
0: So they have a yoga workout on that. It's an hour and a half and the first hour of it is yoga, but it's not like the stretching kind. It it, it was it's honestly one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. I really because it, it's balance and mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're lens like balance and like squatting and, ah, it's, so do you teach, do you, are you like certified in both of those?
1: Well, there are eight limbs to yoga Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: only one of them is the postures. And so it seems like when yoga came over to the West from the East, the exercise parts really what took off in our fitness society, but actually you know the other limbs are living you know a healthy lifestyle do's and don'ts and breathing and there are three limbs that are focused on meditation Mm
0: -hmm. just
1: beginning to calm and train the mind and so as a yoga therapist i'm really trained in all of those limbs rather than just the postures
0: okay yeah Yeah. it's it's a kind of an all-encompassing thing that's very interesting that's very interesting now my best pose is the the um, fetus pose i'm very <laughs> good at that and the good. corpse pose is a close second i
1: there you go they exactly. did that
0: at the end of the p90x they did it was corpse pose was the last one and i was just like i don't know what this is but i'm i know i'm doing well on this one <laughs>
1: and actually that's probably the most important pose out of all the yoga because where you've Done the work when you begin to relax. That's where the healing really takes mm-hmm. place. Is in that um, corpse pose, right. shavasana. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, our uh, so the last the last thing I have on yoga, I would say you, you're doing yoga right now. Now, do you have maybe a particular student in your chair yoga class who's pr- maybe just say five three has three grandkids, two son, two uh, two boys and a girl. And two sons who who of all those people who would be your favorite one with that?
1: that <laughs> your mom.
0: Oh, my mom. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. That's crazy. So yes,
1: she's been doing yoga for I don't know how many years, but several years with me in chair yoga at the senior center. And then when COVID hit, I was able to move a pretty large majority of the chair yoga onto Zoom. So she is a faithful Zoomer. Yeah. She is on there, ready to go every Tuesday and Thursday.
0: We just need, we just need to get my dad on there now, get him started <laughs> on the yoga, on the yoga. Well, park. he's
1: busy fly fishing.
0: That's right, that's right. He can't. That's that's all the yoga you need if you're out there fly fishing. You don't need. That's don't, what
1: my husband says. That's his meditation. Yeah. And that fly fishing, that casting,
0: and I I'll believe see, that. Oh, yeah. I do too. Yeah. Well, I I've been fishing with him before, and he's pretty he's pretty calm with it. He's just just pretty easy and laid back with it. So I believe wow. that. Okay. Let's go back a couple years, a couple years ago, when you <laughs> were a kid, Several years. <laughs> when you were a kid, uh, just take us back to that time and kind of how did you get into diving? I know you did the cheerleading as well. Um, you talked about taking dance classes. How did, how did all this come about?
1: Well, um, I've always been a daredevil. And when I was three years old, I could barely swim. And I would beg my dad. We lived in Kokomo at the time, and there was an outdoor three-meter pool. So I would beg my dad to go up the three-meter with me, and then he would jump off and be in the water. And then i jump off the three-meter, and he'd catch me and help me swim to the pool. So that started when I was three years old. Um, I just love that. Um, butterflies in your stomach and that nervousness, and then just the feeling of just falling. Um, so yeah, at a young age, I was I was loving that feeling. And then when the Olympics were on, I was always tuned into the diving, just amazed and um, watching that. And then um, I was a ballet dancer for years until we left um, Kokomo. And then I did gymnastics when we moved to Franklin. And my dad happened to be at a tri kappa event with my mom, it was a couples event. And he ran into the swimming and diving coach at Franklin, which was Kurt Haas. And he started bending his ear about how his daughter always wanted to be a diver. And I'm sure Kurt's like, oh yeah, whatever. And yeah,
0: everyone, everyone yeah, wants to do Everybody
1: says that and so um i was in eighth grade and he said we'll just bring her over to the pool and we'll just see and i'm like i was mortified that my dad had even said anything and then as an eighth grader going over in the spring to the high school was just oh yeah i was petrified so i went over and we did a little tryout. and he walked out to the car with with me and said to my mom she's got some talent let's bring her back tomorrow and that's how it started.
0: So had you ever really like dove before that?
1: No. No. Nothing.
0: Oh, wow. So it's just a natural.
1: Yeah, so I started um, the spring before my freshman year.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now, did you get on the did you get on the the board, the diving board and were the, I mean, how did how do you start doing that? Like did they just say <laughs> all right, just dive and let's see what you got. And if you flop, then they're like, yeah, that's not very good. Let's do that again.
1: Well, he taught me an approach. And, you know, so that takes some coordination. So he taught me an approach and I, you know, figured that one out. And then he, you know, started with some like a front dive and a back dive and, you know, just kind of worked up into more difficulty. Um, And then that summer he sent me to a meet by myself. And it was at Baxter Y. I don't know if there's still a Baxter Y yeah. Greenway, yep. but it was the outdoor pool Baxter Y. I was scared to death. I'd, you know, I'd never been in a meet before. And halfway through the the competition, the person in front of me did a backflip, hit um their mouth on the board, and we were diving down for their teeth before, and I was the next diver after that. I was freaked out. Yeah.
0: How, how how did you do on that la- on the next dive?
1: Well, probably not very well. I remember, <laughs> but I was scared to death. So, yeah.
0: Now, how do you how do you practice one of those dives? Like uh, when you get a new dive and you're just doing the front dive, and then you're doing the back dive, do you cuz I know now, you know, they've got the the pit with all the styrofoam stuff in it, oh, but yeah. I I'm we had none to- of that. I was gonna it say was I did crash
1: that- and burn. You just crash and you're like, oh, I won't do that again. That hurt. Yeah, it was just trial and error. He did um, coach Kurt Haas did a lot of um, filming. So back then it was the little, you know, yeah. he had a, he had the back room set up and he'd film, and then you go back and you'd watch it and you'd see where you're making mistakes, and he'd point it out, he'd stop in frames. And so a lot of it was by visual, you could see it. And then you know you could try to feel it. but um, it was mostly crash and burn. He created, oh my gosh. He created these, um, oh, they were ugly, and they were made of tubing and then this paint, this um, fabric. and you wore it and you tied it with this tubing on, and it was on your back. So when you're learning back and a halves, it really hurts when you smack flat. But this added a little cushion, but it was so cumbersome. It was probably harder to do the dive with the whole thing on rather than just doing the dive. But um, he was trying, he was always trying new ways to try to help us and um, to help make our team more successful. So, yeah, but it was all trial and error. It was pretty funny.
0: Do you remember, what's the worst error that you remember?
1: Whoa, whoa, oh! oh. Well, um, this is embarrassing.
0: That's what we're all about here.
1: <clears throat> but it taught me humility. Okay, so um, my junior year, I had won state, and um, there was a young man that uh, was a really, really good diver named Doug Schaefer, and he trained in California in Mission Beho. He had won nationals. He was, he was really, really good. And he was really cute. And his parents were the Presbyterian. Um, his father was the minister at the Presbyterian church. So he'd come home for Christmas and things like that. So at the time, our season was in the fall. So it was my junior year fall. And coach had me take it a, a month off after... Um, season just to lift weights and get stronger and then come back and start training. So it was uh, Christmas break. It was my first day back, and Doug happened to be there as well. So, you know, here I am thinking I'm pretty cool, state champion, all this. And my front dive in the state meet had had, um, received tens. It was really good, straight up, straight down. It was a front dive straight. So I thought I was pretty cool. So without doing anything, I thought, I'm just going to go do this front dive and really show Doug what I can do. So I went out, I went straight up, and I came straight down. I hit my nose on the board, and I slit my swimsuit down (laughs) to my hip. (laughs) And this is in the middle of a guy's practice. So guys, and at that point in time, you swam. You maneuver between the divers so or through the swimmers you know you had to plan your dive so you didn't land on a swimmer so here i am exposing myself blood everywhere (laughs) the swimmers are swimming and one of the divers has to jump in turn me around get me to the side of the pool and i look up and all the divers are in a semicircle, and coach is looking down at me and he says the first thing you want to do is fix your suit because i have exposed myself to the guy's team so i fix my suit i get out so doug shaper has to drive me home because there's blood everywhere we have to go see dr roller and my parents were so worried about me and my face they left poor doug to run back to the high school we live clear by Webb school so here he was left on his own and we had to go get my my face x-rayed and i had to cheer that night with a big X cast on my face and I had, you know, the burns all the way down, but I learned a huge thing about humility that day. So I would say that is probably the most embarrassing moment of all, but I did learn a thing or two about humility.
0: So I'm assuming that there was no date between you and Doug Schaefer. (laughs) That didn't leave the best first impression. I can't imagine that. No, but he did try to, There,
1: he did over the years try to get me to move out to Mission Viejo. Um, he wanted me to come out and train with him there, but yeah. No, and when I went to Nationals, I ended up staying with him out there. Um, my coach and I stayed with his host family. So, I mean, I was a good friend of Doug's. Yeah. But, yeah there was no romantic, yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. every time he'd see you, he'd just picture, he'd probably be more like mortified at the fact that he had to walk all the way back to the high school. <laughs> yeah, he ran, but yeah. And
1: in, in December, you know, it was cool. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, uh, your freshman year, um, yeah. just take us through that, how that went and, uh, you know, just to, uh, get coming into a new high school as well like uh i was scared
1: to death to come into the new high school but um i i have to say that the diving team was um made up of um four juniors three juniors and then i was the only freshman and those juniors took me under their wing um it was the two trout twins and julie Pio and kathy chipman and they were so sweet to me and just took me under their wings so that was really nice um so that really you know made me feel a lot better but um i couldn't believe that i was any good i still didn't believe in myself and i had every opportunity to go to state and i kind of choked you know because i didn't think i deserved it my dad still makes fun of me for <laughs> You know, kind of choking because I and then I went and watched it, and I'm like, oh, I can dive with these people; they can't (laughs) do anything. You know, that great. So um, that was it. That was a good learning experience for me. But I was really, I was really naive, and I didn't think I was very good. And my coach kept telling me I was good, and I was like, "Mm, whatever, you know. So I I learned a lot that first year.
0: Was that when you went to when you went to the state meet your freshman year after having missed out on it, was that kind of the moment where it clicked with you and you're like, hey, I am actually pretty good at this and can yeah. do it?
1: Yeah. And then my sophomore year, I finished 11th in the state. And then um, my junior year, I probably shouldn't have won. Um, there no, was a- no, no, no,
0: no, no. You- <laughs> Oh, why would you ever say that? Of course you should have won. The judges so, gave me the score.
1: There there was a girl in the state that was that was probably a stronger diver than I was physically. Um, and we had a meet with her in, oh gosh, maybe a couple months. It was an invitational a couple months before state. And she only beat me by, I don't even know, but I'm guessing maybe 15, 20 points. It wasn't a lot. But... I wasn't really on her radar either. It might've even been 40 points, I I don't know. But anyway, it was enough for me to go, oh, oh, I can beat her. And um, it was honestly my coach and the mental training that um, made it happen. So we showed up at that time you got out of school on Friday to go practice. And then um, Saturday was the meet. So we went to practice on Friday. And if anybody saw me in that practice, it was a joke. I couldn't even jump off the diving board straight. I could not get in rhythm with the board. I was scared to death. It was an awful practice. I mean, I looked horrendous. I I should come in last. And so at that time, we always went to um, this big dinner. and then after we were sitting there in dinner, it was our, um, Jane Palmer was the swimmer um, and I was the diver. And we were sitting there in the, in, at dinner and Kurt coach looks at me and he goes, do you want to go back to the pool and practice? And I was like, yes. And so we went back and we were the only two people other than the custodian in the pool. It was open until like nine o'clock or whatever, but there was nobody there. And we just went back and he's like, just jump off the board. And then he just like, now do a one-step hurdle and just started me for the, the basics to really feel comfortable. And by the end of that practice, he looked at me, he said, are you ready to go? And I was in tears. Um, I'm like, yeah, I can do this now. And so we came back the next day. And um, But it really was the mental training that, that made the difference. And that's where the yoga came in. Um, I visualized for months myself standing up on that podium and going through each one of those dives mentally. And if I couldn't do it, I would get out of bed and I'd model the dive and then I'd get back in bed and um, visualize it again. And I just went through my list over and over again every night. And um, I was lucky enough to to win that year.
0: When you have when you talk about now when you talk about the mental training was it also i mean just that because i think just in what the what coach haas did there was just such a such a a little thing but it was it would also take you buying in and saying okay yeah i'll do this and him seeing the need of an athlete who um has it i mean I would assume that had you gone to the swim meet the next or to the diving meet the next day without that extra pool oh. period, you would have been. there. Oh, it would there's have been no, a joke. There's no yeah. state championship and maybe not even a no. second state championship because that mentally would have gotten Exactly,
1: me. exactly. But he knew it was going to be quiet. He knew that I wasn't ready to do it. And um, it was a gift he gave me. And I jumped at it. I was like, yes, I want to go back. And so I put on a wet swimsuit and went back in and, um, yeah, it did make all the difference. I have to say, um, I, I love Kurt Haas. If you don't, I don't know if you know Kurt Haas or not. I don't know yeah. he was teaching, but I just love him. He, he didn't teach me how to dive. He taught me how to live. You know, I have life lessons that I reflect on my whole life because, you know, he taught me about humility. He taught me how to be a winner. He taught me how to be a loser. You know, he taught me so many things beyond just diving. He taught me how to mentally train. He taught me how to stay calm and present in the moment. You know, those are gifts that go beyond, you know, the sport. I can't remember any of my dives. At the state meet, but I can remember sitting in the bleachers and having one-on-one, really deep conversations with Coach that changed my life. You know, he really changed who I was as a person.
0: Mm-hmm. When you say you can't, you can't remember any of your dives at state. Was it something that you did the same dives every every meet, or did you kind of switch them up based off of your competition or anything, or?
1: For the most part, you kind of dialed into 11 dives. And, you know, one season you might do, you know, a few more difficult dives than you do the next. There might be a new dive you're working on. Um, but I couldn't tell you what I scored on the dives, but I can tell you what it feels like to do a really good dive. There is nothing like, just feeling the water cut through you and hitting that bottom of the pool and just knowing in your heart that that was a really good dive. So I remember the feeling, but, you know, the, 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 the state meet and the other meets, they just kind of, you know, disappear and fade. After 40 years, they should, you know. But um, I remember what it feels like to do a really good dive. Or I remember, you know, those really important conversations that helped mold me as a person. And which now, you know, I was a coach for several years and that's what I tried to instill in my athletes. You know, I coached at the high school level for several years with coach. He was a swim coach and I was the diving coach. And then, um, I coached at the college level for about five or six years and, um, at Franklin college. And, and it's, you want them to be good people when they leave you know i want them to be a great diver but i want them to be a better person than they are a diver in the end that's what matters it's not what you accomplished i mean i don't go around nobody you know knows what i did in high school and i don't even think about it but i do know um, what that experience provided me and who i am because of those experiences
0: yeah, it's it's something that you know you get you get the relationships that you formed with your fellow divers, your the, even the even the swimmers on the team, and especially mm-hmm. with your coach who's just helped you so much in life. And it's interesting; it's all just because your dad decided to talk to him one time and said, "Oh, my daughter's always wanted to dive," and yeah. it's, it turns out, oh yeah, actually, that's that's a good thing. And 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 that's yeah. it's interesting how that starts. Did you ever have a practice where um or, or just a dive where you get did you have like fun practices for lack of a better term where it's like okay do a cannonball or as uh, see how far you can jump or let's see how high we can jump on this or any no.
1: no but the 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 uh, probably the most fun is we would have early morning practices, and back then he didn't have the swimmers come in; he had the divers come in. And so we were in an old, old pool. the The pool was the junior high pool, but it's not the beautiful junior high pool that we have now. It was back in this; it was disgusting. I mean, there was you know mold; it was just gross. And of course, I don't think the heater really worked too well in the pool either. So it was was really that,
0: uh, Is that at the old. Is that the building by the the Wonder 5 center now? Was that there? No no
1: no 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 no. No. It was it's where the junior high is now. Oh, okay. But the pool that they built, they built um, my sophomore or junior year in high school. Oh, so okay. we were in we were in the old pool and it was it was like a six lane. It was disgusting and it was cold. And so um, he'd have you come in in the mornings and there was a mat where you could stretch out and so we would try to stretch out the stretching as long as you could you know because that's what you wanted to do cuz then you shorten practices and well, yeah. so and so um he he was quick to figure out what we were doing so sometimes if you know in in the in the first few years i was there alone but then there were you know as dana who followed me? She would be in there. Then my um, later on, but this is when I was younger. I'd be in there alone, and if I waited too long, he would come over and grab me, flip me upside down, hold me by my ankles, and slowly dip me into the water head first. And it only took one time to realize. No, I. So when you saw him coming, you would take off and jump in the pool really fast because you knew what the torture was going to be if you didn't get in the water before he got to you. So um, <laughs> there was a fine line there before you knew you were going to be in trouble. You had to you know, you could stretch for just so long before he'd had enough and he was going to torture you to get you in the water. But yeah, that happened one time. <laughs> one time. So yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, just one time I got smart after that one. It, that was cold, you know, because oh, it's so cold in there, and there was air that would flow in. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Pools like the pools are are cold enough as it is, because they always keep them a little bit chilly. But yeah.
1: Well, and then when you have your separate diving well, they keep the water a little warmer for the divers, because when you smack and the water's warm, it doesn't hurt as much as when you smack when it's cold. So when the water was cold, it really hurt when you hit.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it hurt. It probably hurts. It hurts regardless. I can. Yeah. <laughs> but he
1: did play all kinds of games. You know, we had like, you know, if you gave if you could go and do a dive um, and get like sixes on it, which is, an, you know, a, a good average score because he was always about consistency. So if you could do three dives in a row and get sixes on it, you could move on. But then if you didn't get sixes and you decide to play the game, if you got a five, well, then you had to do two more and they had to be sixes or you kept getting more and more. So it was, you know, he had he had all kinds of games he'd play with us to try to get us to be more consistent and to really think about that consistency, which is, you know, really the key to diving is you don't want to blow a dive. You just want to maintain a high consistent score.
0: Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, your senior year, um, you won state. You had the most points ever. So obviously at some point, probably before you were done, there was probably a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to win this again. Do you remember that? Or do you even remember your junior year? When was the moment where it kind of hit you? Do you remember that still?
1: It, it came, I, I don't remember my junior year. I mean, it came down to the very last dive. Um, and, and Your junior even, year? My junior year, yes. And I don't even, I, I mean, isn't this awful? I just don't know. Um, I don't I even know how okay. much I- I think,
0: I think like you said, if it was like something that you still remember and relived every day, then maybe it would be, <laughs> be something else. That'd be a different exactly, story, exactly. I think.
1: So I, I know it was down to the last dive. I mean, that's how close it was. My senior year, I I was, true. she was a senior that year that I was a junior. Um, my senior year, there was really nobody that was even in the competition with me, and I didn't even have to do my last dive to win.
0: You could have done what I said.
1: I could and have. The,
0: you know, you did I, the cannonball.
1: I could have done the cannonball. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine? Did did? Can you imagine if you had done a cannonball for that last <laughs> one? Like,
1: well, I wouldn't have gotten the record. <laughs>
0: You get up there. Oh, you did. Oh, so you did do the last dive.
1: I did do the last dive. You didn't oh,
0: have to, to, but you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah.
1: No, I, I did all, I did all my dives. Yeah. But um that's that's the lead I had, which was, you know, but I have to say, in the back of my mind, I was more nervous my senior year than my junior year because how embarrassing to lose your senior year after you after winning your junior year. You know, right. and anything could happen. You could, you know, if you get cocky, you could fall off the board or you could, I mean, diving is You a could, you could dive
0: straight up and straight down onto yeah. the board and, and hit your nose, nose up. up. Yeah. yeah. Split your suit open in the middle of the Yeah. Hey, you think splitting your suit in the middle of a practice with your teammates is bad. <laughs> Try it at the state meet in front of a bunch of people you don't there know.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
0: see about that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be lovely? Um, You, you talked about, um, you know, just knowing what a good dive feels like and, and, Uh, and remembering that. And is that, um, I know a lot of times people talk about, I wish I could, you know, still play or still keep playing. I'm assuming you don't dive very much anymore. Um, But Is that something like, is that the most, is that the thing you miss most about it is just that feeling of yes. after you're in the water, you're like, that was good.
1: Um, I actually, um, my senior year in college, my last meet was awful. I didn't dive very well. Um, There were some family issues going on and my head wasn't in the game. And I had gone to nationals my junior year and I just, um, I thought I was in a good place, but I really wasn't. And that last meet was horrendous. It's embarrassing, um, and I would have nightmares about diving. In fact, my husband laughed at me because he would wake up and my arm would be up in the middle of a dive in the middle of the night. You know, and and he knew I was having another diving nightmare about not being good enough. And so I thought, you know, maybe if I train and um, I I dive again and I end on a good note, maybe, you know, that'll fix the dreams. And so, um, right before we got married, I was 32, I think, 30, 32. And I started training for masters nationals. And so I ended up diving in masters nationals and I had a, a really good meet. I got all my three meter dives, the reverse two and a half, back two and a half. I got all my old dives back. Um, and on one meter as well, and so I trained, and I had a good meet, and um, I thought, okay, I'm going to end now on a good note, and then the the, the uh, dreams will be gone, and they kept going, and it wasn't until I went to an uh, EMDR specialist that goes back, and they took me back to that place, and because there were family issues, I can remember standing there and saying, you know, um, my parents can't afford to go to the nationals, so I'm not going to go to nationals. And I can remember now saying that. And then I didn't go to nationals. I, I really blew it. Um, but now it's like I made that choice. You know, I, I knew that I didn't want to embarrass my parents because, you know, there were some financial issues at the time. And um, so I've never had a diving dream, a, a negative diving dream again. It was just kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's when now where did you where did you go to college and just talk about college career a little bit and, and kind of how you made that choice of where to go?
1: Um, I went to Miami of Ohio Okay. Um, and I was um, I was recruited all over. Stanford was the furthest one. Um, and I was really close to my family. And so my mom took a map and put a pen in it. And then did two hours away and did a big circle around and said, if you stay in that circle, I will do your laundry for four years. (laughs) So, um,
0: bargain right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I went on a recruiting trip, uh, the fall of my senior year to Miami of Ohio if you've never been there, it's just, oh, it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. yeah, the
1: leaves were turning and we started down um, toward campus and I just knew this is where I was going to go. And so um, that's where I ended up going to school was Miami of Ohio. And actually my coach was at my state meet my senior year. Oh, so okay. I couldn't really have done that cannonball. She would have, you know, probably lost it.
0: Hey. The if if you did a cannonball and she would have lost it and couldn't have done that, I don't think she's the kind of coach you would want to swim, you would want to dive for, anyways. Exactly. Because who wants a coach like that? You've, <laughs> earned, you've earned your right to get to this position. Why wouldn't you want to do it?
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: yeah. Just, just the thought. I know. I
1: know.
0: Now, after, after, um, after college you said you you went you went back to the mas- masters the amateur mm-hmm. masters I believe was what it was mm-hmm. um, was there anything else before that or was the college nationals your last meet um it was
1: the it was the regional I didn't make it to oh, nationals okay. my senior okay. year my junior year I made it to nationals my senior year um I, I was diving really well I you know there's speculation what I would have done but um, my junior year at nationals, I choked. It was if you finished top sixteen, you got a bid to the Olympic trials. And um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, you know, I, in, in all honesty, I probably would have finished pretty well in nationals. But you know what? I, I didn't go. I ended up getting a job instead. I worked for Ambassador and got to travel the world. So it was a pretty good gig. You know, it was a good trade off. Yeah. So,
0: and you talked about right before you got married and your husband. Um, who um, who who did you marry? Because he's from Franklin as well. And, I married
1: uh, um, Andrew Woods, and he's an attorney in town. And he was um, a year younger in school with me. We dated a little bit in high school, and then I dumped him for a guy who could drive a car. And, naturally,
0: uh, that's. Yeah, I mean, that I, was
1: what was important when I, I was a freshman.
0: I think yeah. everyone understands that. <laughs>
1: So he's a great guy. Yeah.
0: Well, I would hope so. You know, you've been married to him for a while, so.
1: Yeah, twenty six <laughs> years.
0: Woof, woof. Do you um, do you ever think like about about some of the times and maybe like your freshman year when you went to the state meet and you watched it or your senior year in high or in college? when you didn't make it out of regionals or anything like that, do you ever um, go back and you're like, man, I, I wish I would, I wish I could have done better or anything like that. Or, or is that something where now you're pretty content, but maybe you did earlier?
1: Uh, Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, I regretted that me my senior year in college forever. I mean, my teammate beat me. I mean, there were just, it it was embarrassing. It was an awful meet. Um, coach was there. My Kurt Haas was there and I looked horrible. Um, yeah, I was totally embarrassed. I couldn't jump off the diving board straight. So yeah, that really, that really bothered me. Um, but I always, you know, looked at the bright side, like, what is it trying to teach me? You know, what did you learn from this? My my freshman year. In fact, it was just the other day. My dad threw it up in my face again, you know. <laughs> well, if you thought, you, you know, if you had believed in yourself, you would have been in state your freshman year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dad, you know, thanks for reminding me. Um, but it taught me a lot. You know, I got to sit there and really watch had I participated. You know, I, because when I was in a meet, I never watched the competition. I just went in, had my Back then you had the headphones yeah. on and the Walkman yeah. and you just watched. You, or, you know, you didn't watch. I just kind of focused. So I wouldn't have really been able to see, oh my gosh, she bombed a diver. Oh, that's, that's a good dive, but that's not, you know, perfect. Or I can, you know, I can compete with them. So that was a huge learning lesson for me to sit there and really want to be on the boards, but to have to go, okay. You know, I, I was just one back one place back. And, um, from, from, I finished fourth and they took the top three.
0: Uh Um,
1: so I think that was a huge lesson for me. And then, you know, my senior year in college, that was a huge lesson too on humility. And, um, it, it, took me a long time until I went through that EMDR to really realize I had made that choice not to go to nationals that year. And once I realized I had made that choice, I wasn't a failure. I had chosen not to go, um, i was okay with everything it was really interesting at the time my my dad had lost his job and so you know you're in college and you don't know what's going on and um, they had sold a car and they had sold the car so they had some extra money to buy tickets to go to texas <laughs> who knew you know yeah well hmm and i just saw the car you know and thought oh they don't have the money to go to Texas. Yeah. So I'm not, and, and if you can tell, my parents didn't miss a meet. I mean, that's why my mom drew the circle. They were very active in, in my meets. And I was like, I can't go to nationals without them. They would, you know, they'd be really sad not to go. So there was some learning there once I processed that and realized that was my choice. Um, you know, everything works out for the best. And once mm-hmm. you begin to look at it from that angle, you stop beating yourself up. Yeah, but I but be- I beat myself up, you know, for many years. You know, even even the Masters Nationals win wasn't good enough for me. You know, I still couldn't get that thought out of my mind that I was, you know, a failure.
0: Yeah, that's it's interesting how you know, you, and I think you prove. Uh, with a lot of other sports, how mental some of these sports are. Like I think, Um. I think, you know, like basketball or football, something like that, it's not necessarily as mental. It's a lot of physical and, you know, let's say basketball, you can't, your outside shot isn't falling. Okay. We'll just go, go to the rim. Mm -hmm. But with, you know, with, with track and cross country and swimming and diving, Mm -hmm. it's so, um, so mental. And well, it's,
1: I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but, go ahead. Um, it's funny because I come in and do yoga with uh with Sable and the basketball team and mm-hmm. then with um Jess and the volleyball team. And um, you know, we do the mental training. You know, I get him into yoga and then I get him to Shavasana and then we we do that mental training that's so important that is yoga and you know, success.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just the and mental like I'm,
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the mental calm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when was the last time you got into a pool and did a dive?
1: <laughs> well, we've got a pool in our backyard. So when nobody's around, I kind of play. But that's it. The last time I probably really dived would have been, oh, gosh, maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, the college divers might have gotten me on the board to play. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'd say that was probably, yeah. But I still, I'll, I'll get in the backyard if nobody's watching. I'll get in the backyard and do a few dives just to kind of play around.
0: Can you can you flip, or can you <laughs> like it? Could do you, when you say play around. Is it just just straight dives, or is it like do we do a flip? Do we throw a couple things in there?
1: Uh, back somersault with with one and a half twists.
0: Still got it. Still, <laughs> still so, got I mean, it.
1: it's just, it's just second nature. You know, it's, you've done it for, you know, 12, 14 years, you know, over and over training. It's just there. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it just happens. But I will say every time you do it the first time, it's just being, it's like that three-year-old being on the, Three meter jumping off. You have those butterflies like, oh, can I really still do it? And then once you do it, you're like, Oh yeah. yeah. My body still remembers this. I know what I'm doing.
0: It should be something where, like, every year on your birthday, you just go and you do that. Just like <laughs> for your family. And it's just like your birthday present to yourself and to them. It's just like, I still got it. And just like walked uh, it.
1: I can do the cannonball.
0: <laughs> no. Nah. It's, you shot down my cannonball idea. You, you basically <laughs> just said, "Well, no, they would never take me seriously if I did that." Well, of course, of course they wouldn't. So you can't, you can't turn back to cannonball now when you've already <laughs> put it away. So no way, no way. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, hey, Dee, I really appreciate this time and uh, uh, kind of walk back down memory lane. It's, uh, it's, it's been very entertaining.
1: Well, thank you, Brian. It's been fun reminiscing, but it's not my life anymore. I've I've moved way past this. So, uh, thank you for helping me relive those those moments.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Once again, uh, D Woods, D Boyce in uh, in high school, the nineteen seventy nine and nineteen eighty state champion. Diver. Thank you very much. This has been another edition of Inside Franklin Athletics with I am Brian Power.